Anyway, Alex, uh, let's move on. What would you say your strengths are? Okay, um, well, I'm very detail-oriented and driven, and I want to learn how to work with and manage people. Um, but mostly, I just want to do something that helps the world. And your weaknesses? Um, well, sometimes I, I, I just get too invested, um, too emotional. I feel like you're talking about me. What? You're like that too? I am. Way more than you know. Realm presents Memory Lane Season 2, Episode 5. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Casa Damizaj Center for Health and Wellness, California, July 2nd. We pick at the dinner Judith cooked for all of us after Remy's procedure. At least everyone but Remy. He's inhaling the food like he hasn't eaten in a week. Which, to be fair, is true. He barely ate at the cabin. Now, though, his eyes are bright with intelligence. He moves with awareness and confidence. He's like a completely different person. When he looks at me, his face passes through several emotions. Worry, hope, regret. He remembers me. And the way he has been staring at Cassie... Well, you'd think Cassie was Miss Universe. Why don't you just take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just so happy to feel whole again. Cassie shoots a look at Judith. Mm-hmm. Because you're such a savior. Judith takes a long sip of her sparkling water. 
We all know why you're upset, but Alex chose Remy first. The rest of you will have to wait. I need to devote my attention to Alex. Cassie turns and shoots me daggers. I duck my head, pretending to cut the faux chicken breast on my plate. After we eat, Cassie storms off, and I turn to Remy, asking if he'd like to take a walk. Judith eyes me warily. I'll give you tonight, but tomorrow morning bright and early. We're getting started. Outside, the sun is just starting to set. The air warm on my skin. My head feels a little fuzzy, and I'm not sure if that's because of finally getting a decent meal or because of the fault lines in my memory. It must really feel great to be your old self again. It does. Before, I knew it was me, but I also knew there was a lot missing. And do you think everything's come back? I can't say for sure, of course, but I think it's all there. Including what Judith did to us. Do you remember when you grabbed Cassie and told her Judith was dangerous? Yeah, I do. Well, do you know why you said it? Judith violated her patients' rights. She was performing experiments on them that they had no idea about. I didn't want Cassie to be a part of that, especially not when she was pregnant with you. Oh, right. I'd been hoping there was something deeper and darker Judith was hiding. Something she didn't want us to know. And about Judith's treatment room, is there anything in there that gave you a clue as to how the memories had been restored? I'd have to get back in there to really look at her machinery. I'm going to try later tonight. I know how badly you want to help your mother get her memories back. He's looking back at the house, where Judith is standing on the porch, watching us. I'm scared. I don't trust her. Don't worry. I'll insist on being there. I'll make sure nothing happens. He says it like a father. It's exactly what I need. I don't sleep much that night. My eyes pop open at 6 a.m. when I hear someone moving around the house. Then there's a knock on my door. And Judith pokes her head in, startling me. Come on, let's get started. We have a lot to do. Then I notice someone moving behind her, rubbing sleep from his eyes. Remy. It's so comforting to know he's going to be with me every step of the way. Judith leads the way toward that same outbuilding where she performed her treatments. The closer we get, the larger the pit in my stomach grows. Judith leads us into a second treatment room. This one has a bunch of high-tech machinery, one of which looks like some kind of body scanner. I can't imagine how much the equipment cost. Where the heck is Judith getting her funding? Judith pats an exam table. Sit here, Alex. I do as I'm told. And Remy sinks into a chair in the corner. We'll just talk first. Are you on any medications? Have you had a concussion? I shake my head. Do you feel any other symptoms, like uh, dizziness or nausea? What are the possibilities for your memory loss? No, but... I glance at Remy. I feel disloyal, but it seems important to mention. Um, the list of side effects from his study did mention memory loss. Well, sure. 
My study did come with risks, but in all the hundreds of trials we ran, I never saw anything like what's happening to you, Alex. Judith nods and turns back to me. We'll start with the scanner. It's completely non-invasive. I swallow hard. But when I look at the machine, I have to agree that nothing about it looks like it's going to poke, prod, or shock me. I rise and step behind a curtain to change into the gown Judith hands me. Once that's done, Judith snaps off the lights, and I lie down in the molded cavern in the device. When she hits a switch on the machine, overhead lights start to glow. Judith puts a pair of sunglasses over my eyes and takes her place behind a screen. Lie still. The lights are bright above me, even with the glasses. All at once, my body feels warm. It's okay, Alex. You're doing great. Eventually, the lights above me click off, and the hot feeling on my skin subsides. <sighs> For a strange moment, I have that dropping through time feeling, and I can't quite recall where I am. You're okay, Alex. You just had a body scan. Can I have my stim? I feel really anxious. After a moment, Remy puts it in my hand. My fingers find the proper combination, and thankfully, the rush of dopamine comes just in time. Remy, would you like to see the preliminary results? Yes, please. I try not to watch them puzzling over the screen. What if there's something lurking in my brain? Something that can't be fixed? After another lull, I jolt up with a start. Remy isn't sitting next to Judith anymore. Are those my results? I point at Judith. Her face flashes with concern. Yes, like I told you before. I've lost time. Again. <sighs> Thankfully, at that moment, Remy walks back into the room. What do my results say? It takes him a moment to recalibrate, too. I wonder how many times they've repeated this conversation. Well, they all look clean, Alex. No inflammation, no masses, no plaques or calcification. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just plain gray matter, everything firing as it should. Except it's not. Remy offers a hand to help me up. Come on, let's get some air. You've been in here a while. So we walk out of the outbuilding into the small covered walkway. Cassie steps onto the path, startling us. So what'd you figure out? Well, we haven't found out anything yet, which is good, maybe. It means Alex likely doesn't have cancer or anything like Alzheimer's or dementia. Stop acting like you're a brain surgeon. Cassie! It's true, Cassie. I'm not a neurosurgeon but I've been working in this field for a long time, and I know what to look for. Alex has been looking for her father her whole life. And now here you are, and she thinks you're her savior. But where were you all this time, huh? I love Alex, and you. But I don't think I'll ever have the relationship you have with Alex. And I'm not trying to take that away. <sighs> He's not. I've never felt so close to you as I've felt the last few weeks. I want us all to have a relationship. 
I remember, Cassie. You and me, we were amazing. Cassie's gaze flicks to him for a moment. I watch her throat as it rises and falls. Remy reaches out for Cassie, but when she stiffens, he withdraws his hand. Look, I know this is confusing, and I don't know whether to trust Judith with everything, but Judith did restore memories in me. That I'm sure of. And I will say, in the room just now, when she was testing Alex, she acted as a clinician should. He glances out the window onto the lawn. Ned isn't there. I think this thing with her son is real, Cassie. I'm pretty sure you and I met Ned when we were here. Just like Judith said. Really? Yeah. He was much younger, a teenager. He loved math, and he was one of those kids who could recite pi to the hundredth digit. You talked to him, Cassie. He's in one of the memories I got from you. He knew your name. What? He did? You were by the pond. He was sitting on this rock, fishing, and then he turned to you and waved. Said your name. And you think Judith erased it? But why? Do you see anything else in that memory of Cassie's, Alex? I blink at him. Suddenly, I'm not sure what he's asking. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Don't push her. Okay, okay, uh, I guess it's beside the point. Hey, what is the point? You tested Alex, you found nothing, and we still don't know what's wrong with her. It seems to be getting worse. And lucky you, you have your memory back. But what about the rest of us? There are still more tests to run for Alex. And as for the rest of you, I was able to sneak into the other treatment room last night and get a look at the equipment Judith used to restore my memory. I figured out the brain mapping device, but I don't quite know how to replicate Judith's process yet. Worst comes to worst, I now remember how I restored my own memories the first time. I could help you do it, but that process was long and painstaking. Judith returned my memory within hours. I'd rather use her methods if we can. How long is it going to take to figure that out? In a few days. Judith appears in the doorway, and we jump. Huh? Oh, Judith. Do you want to look at this DNA sequencing, Remy? Uh, absolutely. Why don't you wait here? But suddenly, I need to be somewhere else. I'll be outside. I expect Cassie to follow me. Maybe to give me another guilt trip about Remy. But to my surprise, she doesn't. I float down the hall, through the big living room, and out the French doors to the beautiful California afternoon. But the sunshine doesn't help. I just... I just want to be fixed. I'm halfway across the lawn when I feel a hand on my shoulder. Alex? I turn and find Peyton standing stiffly behind me. There's a strange expression on her face. I need to ask you about something. I overheard you talking to Cassie yesterday while Judith was working on Remy. About someone named Colin. I freeze. It's the way she's looking at me. I know this is bad. Except I can't quite recall why it's bad. Now Peyton's eyes are boring into me. Dark, hard stones. It's my father's name. Have you been in touch with him? Have I? 
I... I... I'm not sure. This all seems a little suspicious, because... Have you been keeping this from me and my mom? Do you know where he is? Where is he? With every question, she steps closer and closer until we're almost touching. I've never seen Peyton this angry before. I'm sorry. I... I can't remember. Of all the people I thought might be keeping things from me, you were just about the last on my list. And then she turns and walks away. Peyton! But she doesn't turn back. It's useless anyway. It's not as if I can give her what she wants. It's all so muddled now. Are you okay? I glance toward Peyton's receding figure, wanting to tell Cassie about what's just happened. But that's just the problem. Even the past five minutes are growing fuzzy in my brain now. I'm fine. I guess. Will you look at that? I follow her gaze. Ned stands by the tree swing, his hands loosely wrapped around the rope. When did he get here? He has the same blank expression on his face, and he's holding something sleek and silver in his right hand. A stim. Ned uses a stim. I watch as Ned manipulates the stim deftly with his fingers, just like I do with mine. It's clear he's keyed in the right combination, too, because a look of pleasure washes over his face. Do you think Judith knows about that? I don't know, but who cares? Cassie stares at Ned a moment longer. Then she turns on her heel. Come on. Wait, what? Why? I just have a feeling, okay? Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. island in frigid lake superior a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it ancestor by number one new york times best-selling author scott sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong available wherever you get your podcasts we find judith in the kitchen cleaning up some of the remaining lunch dishes Peyton is nowhere to be found. Neither is Trina. Remy is sitting at the table, looking at something on a laptop. The cover reads, Property of Amizaj. He glances up when he sees me. Oh, there you are. We haven't found anything in your sequencing yet. 
Judith, did you know that your son has a stem? Judith turns slowly, the dish rag still in her hand. Yes. Alex has one too. And? Don't you think that's odd? Half the country has a stem. Even I had one. Got it a little before Ned did. I wanted to try it out, but I didn't like it. I'm glad he got his own, though. Since all his troubles have come on, it's the only thing that helps him calm down. But if you say Ned has no memories, and the stem's effects are triggered by implanting the thing with a memory, what did he remember when he set it up? Ned got the stim about five years ago, before we started to notice his memory issues. Even if he doesn't recall the memory happening, it doesn't matter. Well, it's true. Even people suffering from brain tumors or amnesia, they can access their old stims and still get the same dopamine hit from their original memory, even if they've forgotten the memory itself. Let me see your stim, Alex. <sighs> Reluctantly. I reach for my own stem in my pocket. Cassie grabs it and inspects it carefully. Aha. Wait a minute. Ned's stem is that unusual oval shape too. Yes, that's what I noticed too. They're the same. So? I'm sure a lot of people have stems shaped like this. Nope. On that news segment, they showed a montage of images of all the stems in production. There were ones shaped like bullets, ones shaped like beans, ones shaped like the palm of your hand, but I didn't see yours in the group at all. I wondered if yours was a limited edition or something. I snatched the stem from Cassie and hold it in my palm, cradling it like it's alive. I doubt it's a limited edition. Is Ned's? I glance at Judith. I don't have the foggiest idea. Ned just had it one day. Hmm, how long ago? Remy is staring at my stem strangely, like he's just thought of something. I... I don't know. He said he did some part-time work and saved up. I don't see how Alex got the money to pay for one either. Maybe they're both generic versions? They don't make a generic version of a stem. Vanessa Yardley's company still owns the patent. Look, just... The seller assured me it was unused. I know it's dangerous to use someone else's stem. Wait, what do you mean the seller? Where did you get this thing? I was part of a survey this winter. I answered some questions. The stem was compensation. You were that desperate to get one? All I did was answer a few questions about my mental state. Your mental state? What did you say? I pause. Even though it was less than a year ago, I can't really remember. Is it possible that Ned got his from the same seller? It's weird that they're identical since Ned got his five years ago and Alex only got hers recently. Actually, I think these are prototypes. My office received stims that looked just like this. It was nearly a year before they came out on the market. Someone is selling prototypes? Is that legal? Doubtful. And if I were to venture a guess, the technology in these might not have been perfected, meaning someone could have manipulated them. No, that, that can't be true. I wonder. Well, the stim might be your link, Alex. It's the only thing we found that you and Ned have in common. Huh, see, I thought so. Score one for mom. 
I wrap my fingers tightly around my stem. I really, really don't want to give that up. It's the only comfort I have right now. Hmm. Did Ned ever tell you what core memory he used to set up his stim, Judith? Actually, uh, no. I asked him once, but he was cagey about it. So, I let it drop. Yeah, Alex doesn't want to tell me either. Why do you think that matters? Well, I guess I was just wondering if the core memories share something in common. Did Ned ever go to coding camp? He looks at Judith. Coding camp? What does coding have to do with anything? Cassie looks at him, then turns to me. Remy realizes his mistake instantly. Oh, Alex, I didn't mean to. Didn't mean to what? Nothing, really. F forget I said it. I shut my eyes. I can practically hear the wheels in Cassie's head turning. Hang on. Did Alex tell you her stim memory? Remy looks crushed. It was in the woods. We were just talking and- Alex, you give me this sob story about how we're getting along better and all this time you're telling him secrets you've never told me? Are you- it just- um, it just sort of came out. It's my fault. I told her about a happy time and she told me about coding camp. That's all. Why do you keep saying coding camp? What on earth are you talking about? <sighs> that coding camp I went to as a kid. That's what I set as my STEM memory. But I never told you because I thought you'd be offended or something that I hadn't chosen a memory that involved both of us. I just felt so accepted there. First I won that scholarship to go, and then I got the award at the end. As I'm talking, Cassie's expression has grown more and more freaked out. What? Alex, you didn't go to a coding camp. The blood has drained from her face. Alex, that memory isn't yours. You're listening to Memory Lane Season 2, created and produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Memory Lane is written by Sarah Shepard, produced by Rhoda Bayessa and Haley Wagreich, associate produced by Michael Coulter, and executive produced by Molly Barton. Performed by Emily Wu Seller, Leanne Marie Dobbs, Elliot Schiff, Tiana Camacho, Julia Nippon, Mike Carnes, Lena Klingeman, 
Sherry Wishard, and Kaylin West. Directed by Amanda Rose Smith and Kaylin West. Produced by Kaylin West. Sound design and post-production by Tim Franklin. Editing by Corey Barton. Original theme composed by Amanda Rose Smith with digital orchestration by Andrew Rowan and Max Kuttner. Music supervision by Amy Parker. Cover design by Kendall Thomas. Special thanks to Ellen Goodlett.